Hey everybody, this is S. Anthony. You know, I'm just going to jump right into this. Uh, you know, no fancy intro. I just want to get right to the point. Have you ever been burned out? And when I say burned out, I'm not just talking about jobs. I'm talking about everything from jobs to people, relationships, everything. And I can tell you right now, I know when burnout is coming. At a certain age, and if you pay close attention, you can tell when you're about to be burned out. Like a lot of times people think burnouts can happen in life in many, many ways. Sometimes being burned out, the symptoms of being burned out will come on you like it's running down the street. It's honking its horn, it's waving its hands, it's flashing its lights. And when it's something like that, when it's that apparent, when it's that over the top, you can see it coming and you can mitigate it. You can do what it takes to stop it from catching you and knocking you down, making you feel bad, making you make a decision that is bad, ending a relationship a little too early. Some people will end the relationship and then once it's over with, a few weeks later or a few months later, they realize they made a huge mistake. But at that particular time, the person is just not interested in getting back with you because they feel humiliated. They feel blindsided. You were just a little burned out. And and you made a dumb decision or maybe you quit a job. You get burned out at the job. You quit the job. Maybe you do one of those big gigantic scenes like in a movie. I'm out of here. I can't take this place. This place sucks. You can take this job and stick it in your sassafras. And you leave and then you try to come back and you can't because, well, your card doesn't work anymore. Well, your picture's at the door. Well, you've been told you can no longer come on the property. You didn't do anything wrong, but they want to be... Sure, you can't come in. It's a spike thing. They're mad at you because you were disrespectful. And sometimes burnout comes towards you loudly. But that's not the kind that you need to worry about. The kind of burnout you need to worry about is the kind that sneaks up on you. Right? You don't see it coming. You wake up one day and you look at your significant other and you're thinking... I don't want to be here anymore. You don't realize that maybe you're just having a bad moment, right? Had you started to realize that things were going a little bit south, you could have caught it, right? It's like a superhero movie when a person's sliding down the side of a building and the superhero catches them at the last moment and pulls them right back up. Had they not caught them, they would have fallen to their death, but they caught them. No harm, no foul, right? Maybe the person sees somebody walking towards the street. I think that guy's going to run into the street. I better slow my car down, right? And you slow your car down, and the guy walks in front of your car looking at their phone, and they look at you, and they go, oh, 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 not realizing that had you not seen them early, had you not made a decision early, had you not been paying attention, you would have run them over, right? You go to the job, and the job kind of stinks, right? It stinks right now. It doesn't stink in general, but right now it stinks. You're going through a sucky period at the job. The job is going to be okay two weeks from now. You don't realize it. You don't realize this is just a bad spell, and the burnout sneaks up on you, and you quit, like I said a few moments ago. I know what the burnout feels like, and I've been pretty good now at understanding what it looks like when it tries to sneak up on me. There was a time in my life when I was younger, and maybe you can relate to this, where 
when you're younger, maybe you have a job that allows you to go away for a while. Maybe you have a job that has periods of time when it's very, very labor intensive. Right. Maybe you're a nurse. Right. And you start taking on shifts, not just because you love your job and you want to help people, but because he or she is getting on your nerves. Right. And you, you don't want to dump them, but you do need some time away. Right. I'm a comedian. There's been times and I'm telling you the truth. There were times when I took gigs I normally wouldn't take because I just needed to leave the city because she, whoever she was at the particular time, no names here, was getting on my nerves. I didn't want to break up with her, but I know I needed some time away. I needed some time away. Right? If you can hear that, that's a motorcycle outside if you wonder what that sound is. I didn't throw a motorcycle sound effect in. Because I needed time away from my girlfriend at the time, even though it would have been kind of cool to throw that in there. If you can hear that motorcycle behind me. Back to the story. <laughs> right? I remember sitting in a hotel room at a gig I didn't even want to be at, a place I didn't want to be at a time when I would normally not want to be there. And I just sat there thinking, this kind of sucks. But this is better than me getting mad at her and telling her I don't want to see her anymore. Because by the time I got back to my hometown and after that gig was over, I had decompressed. And the burnout that was sneaking up on me couldn't find me. It couldn't find me. It kind of slipped past me. It probably went and attacked the next person. And when I came back, the burnout was gone. Or it missed me. And everything was cool. I know people that have jobs that they love. And they went through a tough stretch at the job and I know a per this person just loved their job so much that they never went on vacation because why would I go on vacation from a job like this I love this place I'll never leave <laughs> and then a rough patch showed up Ooh. and they didn't like it <sighs> and it was horrible Ooh. and they weren't getting the sales they weren't able, normally able to get Ooh. The, the, the little techniques they would normally use they couldn't do it anymore we were burned out burned out and they didn't realize they were just burned out they were trying to contemplate whether or not to quit the job but they had so many vacation days built up and the boss comes in and goes hey man you've got x number of vacation days hey man if you don't use these vacation days you know you, you know after a certain amount of vacation days are built up you can get paid for for them but about you, the amount that you have about 25 percent of your vacation days are going to just dissolve away and you're not going to be paid for them so you might as well take them you might as well take them you're going to get paid you might as well take them and he said uh okay and i mean this guy had a whole lot of vacation days built up so much so that he literally took a month of working days off 30 straight working days off off away from the job had somebody else calling his accounts somebody else fulfilling he saw the money coming into his checking account but he didn't have to do anything and it's just ooh, he decompressed and he went from hating the job not wanting to be there being burned out to missing the people at the job to wondering what Susan was doing at the coffee machine to wondering what Phil was doing hey didn't this kid have a recital I wonder how that went but he didn't call them they thought he was off in some exotic location he wasn't off in an exotic location he was at his house doing nothing staying away from everybody and I don't blame him 
So what started to happen was, and what reason that he was burned out is because everybody was leaning on him. He was the best salesperson, the best, and everybody was coming in with questions and coming in with their problems. They had a sales manager, but nobody bothered that guy. They came to him. And he had to listen to all of that crap, and it was wearing him down. But as the month progressed, as days piled up on his vacation, all of the load, all of the weight that was on his shoulders started to slip away. And he started to feel better and healthier. And he started to feel like himself again. And not only did that happen, the people in the office, he started to appreciate when he wasn't there and they had to go to the sales manager and he couldn't really solve the problems because he had authority, but he didn't have our friend's skill and ability with people and knowledge and talent. They missed him when he was away that month and they realized how much he had done for them and how much, how many problems he solved in addition to doing his job. They realized how important the guy was and they realized they had been taking him for granted and they began to pledge not to do it again. The end of the month comes up, 30 working days has gone by. He goes back into the office. Everybody knows it's the day he's coming. And the guy who was getting taken for granted and having everybody's problems piled up on him, the guy who was getting burned out by everybody, piling on him, piling on him, piling on him, comes back into the office to a big ice cream cake and a big welcome back sign. And people tell him how much they appreciate him. Tell him how much they appreciate what he did. And when they came to him, they kind of calmed down on some of the problems that they wanted them to solve because they had to learn how to do it their daggone selves because he wasn't there to do it. And they knew not to call him because they didn't even know where he was. He was at home. They could have just went to his house, but they didn't know that. And at this particular time now, as he goes back, he realizes, I got to stop piling up all these vacation days. I got to realize I got to build in time for me to decompress. I've got to take some of these vacation days before I get burned out because he came very, very close to quitting the job and never going back. This is true. I've been, like I said, I've been in those relationships where I needed some time away. I've had friendships, people that I loved as my friends who were starting to get on my nerves because they kept bothering and calling and always wanting something. Sometimes you'll do favors for people and those favors become your job. Oh, no. They get into the habit of complaining about their spouse, complaining about their kids, which in the normal circumstances isn't a big deal. But when they start doing it all the time, so much so it starts to actually impact your life negatively where you're in the middle of working something or trying to fi finish something and they call or they show up and they start whining and complaining like punks. You want to be a sounding board for your friends, but there is a point where it goes from you being a sounding board to you being the, the facilitate you facilitating the bad habit of complaining too much. You know what's beginning to happen when your friend calls, right? And you know when your friend calls somebody you really dig, your best friend, or, your, or if you have a group of best friends, they call and you kind of have a little smile on your face. You may not even detect the smile. You may not even see it, but you can feel a little smile in your heart when your friend calls, right? You look at the number. Hey, Bill's calling. You pick up the phone. Hey, man. Right? You get a little sing-song in your voice. Hey, what's going on? Hey, right? But after a while... 
all the complaints, all the bad decisions, all the cleaning up after this guy, all of that crap. What happens? You see the number and now you go from A to kind of a neutral feeling about this guy calling. Neutral. Mm, you don't hate the guy. You're not mad at the guy. But you're not all, hey, oh, it's Bill's calling you. Hey, man. Right? When you go from A to, hey, man. Oh, no. That means the burnout is coming. It's sneaking up on you. Not the one that's honking the horn and flashing the lights. It's the one that's sneaking up on you. Oh, yeah. And then eventually it happens. The phone call from your friend calls. You see the name on the caller ID. And you make the exhalation of breath. Your eye roll. You pick up the phone. Yeah, what's going on? Because you know what's coming. This And all of that crap that you won't want to hear from is bunk behind. And you realize you got to break the habit. You got to at the very minimum take let him take these complaints and disperse his whining among the group of friends. You can't have him dumping it all on you, taking up eight, seven. I had a friend, and yeah, I'm talking about my friend. I had a friend who literally during the course of the week, I started adding up the amount of times this guy called me to complain about his wife and just everything like that and all of that crap. And I realized at the end of the month, there was, the hours that it took was, it was the equivalent of like maybe five or six days worth of hours during the course of a month just on the complaining. And not only that, it was at times when he knew I was busy. I'm working on a script. I'm trying to get there. I'm rehearsing. I'm moving. I'm doing this other kind of thing. Maybe I'm at my lady's house. You don't call somebody at that lady's house or when you're that guy, when you know the guy's lady's over, can say, hey, guys, don't call me. My lady's coming over and start complaining about crap. I'm sitting there. I, I rem- This is not, I'm not even saying this for the podcast. I'm literally sitting there. It's late at night. I Let's just say, the clothes I was wearing were not on me, okay? And my girlfriend at the time came over. Let's just say the clothes she was wearing were not on her. This is late at night, okay? And I'm going to say, I'll put it to you this way. You could not have gotten a single playing card between us, okay? You couldn't, have, if you tried to push the playing card in between us, it would have got bent because we were that close, okay? Have I spelled it out enough for you, right? So when a call comes in during that, at first you ignore it, but then you start to think, oh, that's a friend of mine's name. Maybe something bad has happened. Your girlfriend who's in the middle of crushing playing cards with you or about to crush playing cards, if you understand what I'm saying, she's not even mad because she's like, hey, nobody's going to call at this time of night unless it's important. So she's not even mad. You better answer that. Yeah, let me grab that real quick. Another thing, man, and you listen and you, you put it on speaker because she's looking at your face like, why? Is, she's like, she thinks there's something bad happened. Maybe somebody was in an accident or something. She's like, she's, she's kind of tearing up like, oh no, one of your friends is, 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 is in an accident. And then she realizes it's not a horror on your face. It's anger. It's annoyance. And you look over at her as if to say, what is this? And she looks at you as if to say, what, what, what? Right? And you push the button to go on speaker. And this idiot did another thing. And then she And she's looking at you like, what in the, she's like, what is this? And she starts making a hang up. She starts making a hand signals for hanging it up. Right? 
and they're sitting there going, I don't even believe this guy has the, you know what's the stones to call me this time of night when I'm trying to crush a playing card with my woman, but it's crap. It'd be different if something like his house is on fire, he's trapped on the side of the road or something sick, something like that, but it's not that. It's this whining, punk, 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 whining about crap, 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 and I want to choke him, and I'm angry, right? But it's kind of hard to stay angry because you look over at your woman and she's naked. And you're you're not wearing clothes either, and you know what you 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 were really about to crush some playing cards, and he's talking. It's kind of hard to be angry when you're looking over at your woman who's not wearing nothing. It's like I'm really mad right now, but I'm in such a good mood because of what's about to happen. Because I'm about to hang the clicky. I'll talk to you later, man. It's late, okay? Click. You hang up the phone, and then you crush a deck of playing cards. If you understand what I'm saying, <laughs> oh yeah. But why would you call at that time? Why? Because he's gotten into the habit. And because he got into the habit of doing that now, you're burnt out on this guy. You don't want to hear from this guy at all. He's a pain in the neck. Right? So sometimes instead of throwing somebody away when you burn out on them, you just kind of have to not be available for a while to kind of break their habits. Just like at the job, that guy broke the habit of everybody piling on him at the job and he started to figure out how to do things for themselves. So when he came back, they still came to him for stuff, but not so much that it burned him out. And he also was smart enough to be again, he started using his vacation days sporadically and you know, just at the right times. Well, in this particular time, I decided, you know, I gotta. I still dig the guy, but he's just piling on too much, taking up too much of my time. So I denied myself this guy access to me as much as he normally would have. Sometimes I wouldn't even answer the phone. I'd listen to the message, and it was just him complaining about stupid crap that I didn't need to hear in the first place. Which normally I don't mind listening, but it was just too much. And what started to happen over the course of time, I... Got to spend more time doing things I needed to do. He stopped affecting my life negatively. I got to crush a whole lot of extra playing cards with the girl I was seeing at the time, if you understand what I'm saying. Euphemism alert, right? And he started to figure out to spread that whining to our other friends. Some of which were a little more blunt than me, because I tried to tell him, hey, I can't talk right now. A couple of my other friends were like, hey, man, I'm trying to hear that crap. Stop whining like a you-know-what. Just shut up, punk. Okay? Huh? What are you doing? All right, stop. Just calm down, man. Your wife is fine, okay? Either, either stay with her or get divorced or go to some counseling. Shut up, punk. See, at the time, I was a little younger. Current me would have been like, hey, man, what are you doing? Yo, I'm with my woman right now, man. What you calling this time of night for, man? Is this an emergency? No, all right, let me talk to him. You talk to me tomorrow, man. What's wrong with you? See, I would do that now, right? Because I currently have a 10 to 10 rule. And that is the rule that keeps me from getting burned out. The 10 to 10 rule. If it's not money getting it on or an emergency, don't call me before 10 o'clock in the morning. If it's not money getting it on or an emergency, don't call me after 10 o'clock at night. The 10 to 10 rule. And that has kept me from being burned out. It's a new rule. Well, not new. It's new to me talking to you about it. This rule has been in place for quite a while, <laughs> to be honest with you. But you have to be able to figure out, you have to know yourself well enough to know when you're going to be burned out and to mitigate the circumstances. You have to find a way to keep yourself from being burned out because when you're burned out, you're going to do things and say things and be things that you don't want to be. 
I knew I was starting to get burned out with that guy, so I had to limit my time with him a little bit to let him realize and let him chill out, let him spread that crap around other people. Now, like I said, as an older person, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I, I, I would just tell you, yo, you complaining too. You say, I, I don't mind listening to you complaining, but you calling too much, man. All right, we're going to talk on Sundays, okay? You want to whine like a punk, you call me on Sundays, and that'll be punk Sundays, okay? How about that? <laughs> right? But it is what it is, my friends. Figure out what is burning you out and figure it out quickly. Pay close attention to your reaction to things. Watch your reactions to things. Like I said, you'll see the big burnout coming, but the sneaky burnouts you won't see coming. And those are the ones that cause problems. Those are the ones that make you go, that's it. I don't want to see you anymore. And you regret it a few months later. Maybe you might regret it the next day. That's what makes you end friendships. That's what makes you quit jobs. Making snap decisions because you got burned out. So don't let yourself get burned out, okay? Stop the burnout before the burnout burns you out, you dig? Speaking of stopping, I'm going to stop right now because that is the end of this episode. I just felt burnt out a while ago and I was remembering something that happened to me. And I know that you guys have been burnt out on some things and I wanted to make sure that you knew you're not alone. And you know that you need to, you need to pay attention. Now this show is called The S. Anthony Thomas Show. It's starring me as Anthony Thomas. Thank you for listening. Do me a favor, my friends. If you've gotten this far and you love this podcast... And you do. Do me a favor, my friends. Rate and review this podcast on whatever podcatcher you're playing. If you're listening to this on Spotify, do me a favor. Follow the podcast. If you're not listening on Spotify, wherever you are, subscribe to the podcast. Do me a favor. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about the podcast, my friends. Okay? And if you see anything about this podcast online, which you would if you followed me on social media, just Google my name, S. Anthony Thomas. And you'll find all my Twitter, my Facebook, and all of that crap, and Instagram, and all of that crap. If you're not following me on social media, please do. And if you see my stuff on social media, do me a favor, my friends. Reblog it, repost it, whatever the heck you got to do to draw people back to this so they can join the family. Because you and I are family. And I mean that to anybody who's listening, because I know there's other countries listening outside of the United States where I'm right now. To my friends overseas, much love to you, too. Don't think I don't notice you, because I do. Don't think I don't love you, because I do. Okay? My friends, I will see you next time. Much love to you all. Thanks for listening. Okay? Take care.